Hey everyone, welcome to Around the Farm, the podcast about all things ag. I'm your host, Clint Chaffer, and today we're going to try to better understand the ROI on your operation by talking to Jeff Nazuka from Ag Analytics and Chad Groenhagen, a farmer out of Northern Illinois. It's going to be a fun conversation, so stay tuned. Hey guys, thanks for joining us here today on Around the Farm. You know, how about you? How about you give our listeners a little bit of background? Uh, Jeff, you want to go first? Sure. Thanks for having me. Um, so, Jeff Nazuka again. A little bit about myself, I guess. So, originally, I'm a California guy, and uh, back in college, I studied environmental economics and policy, as well as food systems. I uh, learned a lot about the American ag industry as a whole, some of the challenges it was facing, and yeah, I decided I wanted to work in ag and really make a difference for the folks who are doing a lot of our growing for us. And then, so after I graduated, I looked for a job and I was lucky enough to find Ag Analytics and the Propolators platform. And yeah, now I'm blessed to be able to work on bringing this to growers and hopefully save them some time and money and yeah, improve their workflows. That, yeah, so that's fantastic. Uh, you know, it took me a while to understand, you know, being in the Midwest that, uh, you know, California has, uh, I think they're one of the most diverse agriculture uh, states uh, out there. So uh, a lot of agriculture around there. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of uh, water policy conversations going on, lots of lots of activity in the Central Valley. So it's a great hotbed for sure. Oh, that's great. Chad, how about yourself? Uh, my name is Chad Groenhagen. I farm with my family in Northern Illinois, uh, Oregon, Illinois, to be specific. Uh, I farm with my father, my uncle, my grandfather, uh, my great uncle, and a second cousin. We have some uh, non-family members that farm with us as well. And we primarily raise corn, beans, a little bit of wheat, and feed cattle. Nice. Uh, throwing cattle into the mix, uh, you know, I always, I always look at that saying, apparently you didn't have enough to do already, so you wanted to throw the cattle in there, right? That's right. That's uh, definitely something that keeps us busy year-round here. Um, winters stay interesting in northern Illinois with the livestock. Um, we primarily get cattle in at 500 to 800 pounds and then we'll finish them out. So it's been, it's a nice, uh, diversity for us, um, in our operation and definitely has some, uh, synergistic opportunities as well within our operation. Oh, that's uh, that's fantastic. So, well, hey, Jeff, I got uh, got a question for you on this, and I want to start just at a at a real basic level here. But uh, you know, why why is uh, understanding you know cost and and return on investment so important for a for a farming operation? Yeah, great question. Uh, so, starting off, understanding your costs and your ROI by field type is really important because it's really the most effective way to help you make better management decisions within your fields, right? So improving productivity means basically two things and identifying areas of lower profit in the field. And then also uh, addressing those areas by taking steps to help those areas perform better. Right. And so in doing so, you'll boost your profits for your fields and your overall operation. And so what I'd like to introduce today is, Profit Layers platform is great because it can do both of those things, right? Identify areas of lower profit and identify why those areas are underperforming. Uh, our platform is one of the greatest on the market that can incorporate the prices that you have with all of your operation maps, right? To return a true map of your infield profits. And then so the resulting profit map actually tells you what happened on the field over the course of the season in terms of dollars and cents, which makes, you know, identifying those areas of lower profits 
a lot easier. And so, you know, the next step is once you identify those underperforming areas, the next question is, how can I improve the performance, right? And so Profit Layers allows you to, you know, break down your profits with different management tools, different analysis tools, uh, lots of different metrics. So things like hybrid uh, application trials, soil types, uh, and, and many more, honestly. And yeah, this will ultimately help you find trends on your field, specifically in terms of what's driving your profits. And then once you have all that information, again, you'll be able to make the most, uh, the, the most prepared management decision for your farm. That's absolutely great to hear, Jeff. Uh, you know, Chad, as, as we look into uh, to your operation, uh, how did you calculate all of these different costs, you know, b- before you had a, a, a solution like Profit Layers? Before using Profit Layers, um, we were still using a very analog system that I'm sure a lot of farmers are familiar with, and it's John Deere Apex. Um, uh Starting to get a little more antiquated. John Deere's moved away from it, but they, within Apex, have a tool called the Profit Tab. And within that, you could enter your costs and associate them with applications and your as-applied maps, anything that was recorded. The biggest problem we had with using John Deere Apex is you could only utilize John Deere documented information. We've since moved to some different colored machinery, and have utilized uh, Climate Field Views Drive to capture a lot more data. And that data that was being captured, we could not bring into John Deere's Apex or the Profit tab within Apex. Gotcha. So, I mean, it, it's a lot of, I mean, kind of some manual calculations along with using some programs then? Uh, it was. Um, you know, there, there was some automation there, but a lot of it, you had to kind of back that data in. And uh, there were still a lot of spreadsheets being used and a lot of uh, um, a lot more manual calculations than we, we currently need to use now using profit letters. Well, and you mentioned climate field view and, uh, and, and that connection. And I, if, I, if I understand right, uh, field view connects seamlessly right into profit layers. How, how has that, uh, that been able to be uh, implemented in your operation? Yeah, it was a pretty seamless transition. You just jump into profit layers, you sign the permissions or check the permissions. And then um, that data and those maps that you've already created within climate just flow straight into profit layers. So extremely seamless, easy to do. And, you know, all that data that we had been collecting and storing within our climate field view now just flows straight into our profit. So we're, we're able to use some of the maps that maybe we couldn't get into other systems um, that are a little more color dependent, you know, where field view allows a lot of documentation a lot across a lot of different brands. Now we could bring all that into our profit layers. Oh, that's no, that's that's great. I think any time that you can have these, uh, you know, seamless integrations. I, I look at just my my personal life as you know when you have all the, you know, the the easy way to log in with you know Google or Apple or however it is, you know, it just really streamlines the entire process. Uh, and having those kind of integrations to where you're not trying to, you know, heck, I remember the day where if I wanted to move maps, I'm probably throwing them onto a thumb drive and <laughs> you know going going down the road and loading them into another machine. So uh, it's nice to have that, that seamless integration there. So 
Jeff, I understand that profit layers, you know, can can really analyze infield profits based on virtually any management zone selected. Uh, can you really go into that and kind of explain to the listeners and viewers uh, really how that process works? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, just to start off, let's say uh, you'd create a profit map of your field. And then, you know, just to reinforce our previous points, that profit map would be location-based, of course, uh, and it's a display of your field's profits in dollars and cents based on all of your as-seeded, you know, as-applied, and your as-harvested data and maps. Well, once you have your profit map, which, again, you can generate really quickly, you can then use our analysis tools to look at different metrics on your field and then find trends of, like, what's driving your profits up and maybe down. And once you find those trends and have that information, then it'll help you make better decisions. So let, let me give you an example, right? So let's say I created a profit map for my field. One of the first graphs that I'll see on the same profit map screen is actually a breakdown of profit performance by hybrid. And so what profit layers is doing is actually calculating within the boundaries of where each hybrid was planted, kind of like a management zone, right? And the profits within each boundary are again, taking into account all the operations that happen there, right? So you've got your harvest, you've got your seeding, uh, variable rate fertilizer, et cetera. Those are all included. And so what you end up with is the exact profit calculation for each hybrid, you know, taking into account not only your yield revenue and plant population, but also variable seeding costs, uh, costs of any applications that you sprayed there, you know, and any other operation that you decide to add. If you have cash rent or if you have some drying costs, you know, you can add those in. Uh, and this information is really helpful because it identifies varieties that are underperforming or really performing well, and then, you know, allows you to make those decisions for next season. You know, Jeff, one of the things that I heard you heard you say in there is, uh, you know, looking, you know, when you're analyzing that that profit by hybrid, right? And uh, and you mentioned dry drying cost. Uh, I think that's one of those kind of overlooked pieces uh, a lot of times where it's not always about uh, just you know, yield specifically, but also the drying down cost, right? Uh, and I think that's a, we're hearing a lot more farmers talk about that uh, just year to year here. So it's a, that's, a, that's an important piece to uh, to be able to look at within within that. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I had a conversation with Chad about this yesterday uh, on how, you know, we would uh, have his operation account for those drying costs. And the great part about our platform is, you know, we let you customize the profit map that you're going to see. So whatever you want to be able to see on your profit map, whatever operations or costs that you incur, you got, you have the power to actually include them too. Well, well, Chad, this, uh, this sounds like just fantastic uh, technology uh, to, to run on your operation. How, how are you utilizing all these different pieces that, uh, that Jeff has talked about here? Yeah, a great example of uh, the hybrid analysis that Jeff touched on is so on our operation, we variable rate seed every single hybrid that we plant on our farm. And in doing so, every hybrid has a specific population curve that we like to follow. So some of those pop curves may be, you know, 31,000 up to 34,000, and some are 35 up to 38. So now as you're looking at a cost-based structure and a variable cost within the fields, not only are the hybrids priced differently, but they also have a different cost within the field based on how many seeds per acre you plant. So when you're looking at a, a revenue map or a profit map, 
of you know those hybrids, you have to take into account the variable cost of how many seeds per acre you planted, but also the variable cost of the the dollars per bag that you're planting. And the profit layers has allowed us to break that apart and and basically seeing you know dollars per hybrid, which has become very valuable in helping us select hybrids for the following year. Yeah, I mean that that process, right? Uh, trying to figure out what hybrid that I want to either continue with or the new hybrids that I want to bring on to into my farming operation each year. I mean that's a that's a pretty intense conversation. So uh, it sounds like this is this is bringing another variable to to really help drive that decision making process. That's correct. And, and we can't make these decisions if we don't have, you know, the variable cost accounted for. Another great example of how we're using this in our operation is we use a lot of different forms of nitrogen all within one field. So ba- basically every single field that we do split applied versus, you know, one pass of nitrogen, we get a test plot that we can basically see, you know, what was the well, not only what was the yield outcome, but more importantly, what was the return on investment of making that second pass to sidress and hydrous ammonia? You know, the, the interesting thing that we found is summer and hydrous ammonia is typically cheaper than spring 32%, but you have to account for that pass that you made in the summer to make that application. So you need to do more than just out yield the one pass application. You also have to outperform financially that. Um, another instance of uh, some things that we saw from the previous year using profit layers was a late season Y drop, uh, 32% um, ammonium thiosulfate application. And the cost structure of that pass was pretty high and we didn't do it on a lot of acres. Our guess was it wasn't going to pay for itself. We were looking at it the other day and yeah, no, it was about 40 to $50 an acre higher. So you know, things like that, that you can uh, visualize and see with this tool, you know, you could start to adjust and make, uh, make more decisions across larger portions of your farm. Ah, that's no, that's, that's fantastic. You know, I think, uh, you know, we, we hear a lot of farmers doing, uh, doing their own test plots, right? Is, uh, and, and I think when we think of test plots in the past, it's always like these little small portions of a field. And, uh, I think the more I talk with, with folks like you, Chad, it's, uh, the test plot sounds like it's more operation size, right? You know, I mean, it's kind of doing a lot of different trials, uh, across the whole operation. I think that's a, a great way to learn. Yeah, absolutely. And actually one we're very excited about um, for the coming year is uh, with our feedlot, we apply a lot of our own liquid manure and we have a couple fields that we're going to have um, up to four or maybe even five different nitrogen applications um, revolving around some fall NH3, some fall liquid uh, manure, some spring pre-apply or pre-plant uh, spring incorporated 32% some summer side dress uh, and hydrous ammonia, as well as maybe a late season um, Y-drop application. And we'll have all those within one field. And they'll all have different cost structures and cost bases. And it'll be really telling to see, you know, financially what is kind of a, a, a right way for us to go or a, a profitable way for us to proceed. Wow. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a lot of variables right there that you're taking into consideration. So I tell you one thing, uh, the one thing I know about, uh, about cattle, uh, we, we raised a, a little bit of cattle growing up, but a, a manure spreader, it's a one piece of equipment that our salesman would not stand behind. <laughs> <That's> so, <true. laughs> 
<laughs> ah, sorry, had to had to had to work in a in a in a bad dad joke there, you know. <laughs> that was pretty good. No. <laughs> Uh, but a quick tie-in, if you don't mind. Um, yeah, go for it. We uh, we obviously um, have now been able to also incorporate with a uh, a John Deere RAID controller. We can um, plug in a field view drive and capture that that liquid manure application onto our um, our field view program, and then that obviously seamlessly pulls straight into profit layers as well. It seems like there's not an application that we've been making that we cannot capture, you know, with either um, a precision 2020 transferred over to the field view drive system or, you know, just with the drive itself. So, yeah, no, that uh, having again that seamless data, you know, collection and then also transfer, I mean, just really speeds things up. You know, as we're as we're talking about uh, you know cattle and things of that nature, um, and a lot of row crops, uh, Jeff, are are there other solutions for for folks that are uh, you know working in maybe some other crops or, or maybe ranchers out there? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, first point, you know, we again built our system for flexibility, right? So, as long as you've got some geospatial data for your production, you can build a profit map and run the different analysis tools you know, including multi-year profit forecasts and things like that. If you don't have the precision equipment, you know, we have some zone drawing and like operations creation tools too. So we'll give you the ability to create your own data very quickly and very seamlessly, you know, whether that be production data, cost data. Um, you know, that said, the bulk of our users that we interact with are, are mostly row crops, right? And obviously the precision equipment for yield monitors and such broadly equipped for those types of crops. But there are definitely other possibilities for sure. So, you know, if you're a specialty crop grower, tree crop grower, rancher, anyone else looking to really understand your operations profits, like get in touch with us and we'll get you moving in the right direction. Oh, that, uh, that sounds great. Cause I know, you know, there's, there's a lot of times that, uh, uh, folks in those kind of sectors are, are trying to mold different programs to make them work, but it really sounds like you guys have a, have a lot of flexibility, uh, you know, to, to really tailor it to their, their operation. Absolutely. We're shooting to make your life easier for sure. And with our one-stop shop, essentially, for all of your uh, different analysis tools and such, we're hoping that, you know, you can spend less time having to crunch numbers and spend more time where it really counts. That's fantastic. So, well, well, Chad, I got another question for you, if you don't mind. Uh, as we talk about these these different variable rate cost and different uh, different profits in different areas of uh, of your field, um, if you find areas or maybe a, even a field that, that isn't at the profit side that uh, that you want it to be or need it to be, what are some of the actions that you immediately kind of just navigate to of saying, okay, this is going to be a, a change that we're going to try changing that up? Yeah, absolutely. So I think the easiest thing um, that the tool kind of shows you is on a cost-based structure is if this field is not um, giving you the return on investment that maybe other fields in your operation are, what is the variable that is different from the other uh, fields that you're looking at? Is it a cost-based variable or is it a, a, a return? Is it a income variable that you're not seeing? I mean, those are some things that we've uh, generically looked at as, well, this field underperforms yield-wise, but some fields just flat out cost more to farm. And, you know, whether it's it requires more fertilizer, um, higher cash rent, 
And those variables can be visualized very easily within the profit analysis tools and profit layers. Well, I know I, I was looking at, uh, at profit layers. Uh, Jeff Jeff allowed me to uh, to to look at a couple of Dad's fields uh, on there before we jumped on. And one of the things that I, I noticed uh, in just a, a few of the fields I was looking at was the importance of of elevation, right? Which really takes me down the the drainage path. Uh, and and I think the way I was looking at this, I think this makes it a lot easier to justify uh, really investing into uh, whether it's tiling or, or leveling or anything of that nature. But I think it really helps justify that cost. Have you, have you ran into any of that, Chad, of utilizing it for, for drainage? We haven't yet to that point. And that is actually one, uh, one aspect that I'm excited to kind of dive into. We have a, a lot of variation between our fields Around our home operation, uh, we have a lot of gentle roll and a lot of surface drainage where um, the subsurface drainage is basically just chasing down some wet spots. But then as we go to the southeast of our operation, it gets extremely flat, a lot of drainage ditches, um, a lot of pattern tiled systems go into fields. And so while we've done a lot of pattern tiling on those fields, the areas that we have not, I think it'll be interesting in the coming year to be able to overlay, you know, some of that uh, profit analysis with elevation, I think it'll be pretty telling. Yeah, no, absolutely. That uh, that's that's fantastic. Um, you know, Jeff, I, I tell you, we, we've covered a lot of different uh, pieces here, and and really went through uh, a lot of the the offerings. Uh, have we have we missed anything that you'd like to uh, like to touch on? Actually, returning back to that point about uh, elevation and drainage, uh, just real quick, I might as well plug our uh, elevation and uh, drainage tile service as well. We've got a partnership with some fantastic folks out of uh, Central Illinois, out of Diggs Associates, and uh, they can get you set up correctly with uh, with an elevation tile um, engineering project. And if you want to go a step further and actually get the project installed, they can take care of everything for you. So thought i'd give them a shout out here too no absolutely you weren't kidding when you said one-stop shop right (laughs) (laughs) that's correct i mean we've got some fantastic partners for if you have an interest in uav services um we can offer that for you on demand you know order uav flights and get it flown in about a week and a half or so and we're just about to roll out a soil testing service as well so you know, it, again, order the soil testing service. We'll take care of everything, and you know, you'll get your results back. Oh, that's uh, that's great. I've uh, I've pulled a lot of cores in my life uh, running around fields. <laughs> so uh, anytime uh, you can find somebody else to do that, that's great. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, you know, on that, Jeff, I mean, there's just a, a lot there and a lot to, to consume. Uh, how, do, how do folks get a hold of you? Yeah. So honestly, the easiest way to get started with profit layers is just to start the integration process with your climate field view data. Um, just visit profit.ag slash integrate. And then through the integration process, you know, you'll create a free account, link your climate field view data. Um, If you have any other questions, our website at profit.ag is a great place to find more information. And then our website also has a form to get in touch with us and request a demo. And then our website also has a help center that covers a good portion of, uh, of topics as well. So, you know, overall, we've designed the system to be really easy and independent, you know, so you can get on your data and operations up and running really quickly on your own. But 
of course, if you want to schedule a one-on-one demo, we're more than happy to get on the phone with you. Yeah, I can I can vouch for that too, Jeff. I mean, uh, you you told me where to go and and what button to push real quick, and I think I had my dad's integrated in with you in about you know a couple minutes. So it was uh, it was a very uh, very streamlined process there. Great to hear. Yeah, that's what we're shooting for. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, hey, as we come here to the to the close of the show, we always like to end by asking, you know, really, what's the best piece of advice that you've heard when it comes to farming? And and Jeff, I'll, I'll ask you to answer first. And uh, and so so, what's that best piece of advice that 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 you've had? I think I heard this one the other day, but I'll go with uh, the phrase: "It's only weird if it doesn't work." Um, I had a really insightful conversation the other day with a grower who was, uh, you know, let, let's say using some interesting management practices for her area, you know, and she admitted as much and saying she was getting some strange looks from the neighbors and whatnot. But, you know, ultimately when your APH is sky high and your profits are doing right, then, you know, again, you know, it's only weird if it doesn't work. Right. <laughs> I like that. That's uh, that, that's, that's a good one. So, Chad, how about uh, how about yourself? What's the best piece of advice uh, around farming that you've had? My uh, it's probably coming from my grandfather. He told uh, told my uncle, who's passed on, and told me and my father uh, for years. He said farming's not that hard. He said, "Go find someone who do who does it well and do what they do. <laughs> Just copy them." I like it. I like it. Yeah. If, if somebody's already found out the, uh, how it works, uh, do it the way they do it. Right. No, that's, that's absolutely great guys. And, and I just want to say thank you so much for taking time out of, out of your guys' busy days, uh, to come join us on around the farm. This has been a, a fantastic, uh, conversation and, uh, hopefully y'all will, uh, will come back on in a, in a later episode. We'd love to. Thanks Clint. Absolutely. Thanks for having us Clint. Hey, I want to give a special thanks to Jeff and Chad for joining us today. That was a great conversation. And also, we'd ask that if you like this podcast, be sure to, well, like the podcast and subscribe and ring the bell to get notified each and every time that we push out new content. And also, as a reminder, we're available wherever the heck you listen to your podcast at. So whatever your favorite app is, go ahead and download it and subscribe. And also, with spring just around the corner, we'll be sure to see you around the farm.